Mike Slater. Saturdays at 3 p.m. Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. The founder of this company 10 years ago was trying to sell his house and went through real estate agent after real estate agent, and they were all talking a great game. And this guy who is selling his house, the founder of this uh, this company, he's, you know, he's kind of an important guy and, kind of, you know, should get the best treatment. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company and it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is their word is their bond. And they are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. We have a thousand agents across the country and they are people that listen to the show. And so when you go through real estate agents, I trust it's sent to somebody who already you already know their sensibilities. They already are cut from exactly the same cloth. There's got to be a better way. There is. Real estate agents, I trust dot com. Let's talk a little bit about the White House and the censored video it's interesting to me, I would say fascinating to me, that what is happening here is that we've said before, the, the leaders in Europe that are dealing right now face-to-face with Islamic terrorism are saying we are at war with Islamic fundamentalist terrorists. Now, I'm paraphrasing. They've used different – they'll say radical Islam, but they will call it what it is. They make the clarification. No one has said we're at war with Islam. That would be ridiculous. We are not at war with Islam, but there are radical Islamic terrorists. They are using the book, the Quran, as a means and an excuse to commit acts of terrorism around the world. I just saw recently, I saw some posts. By the way, I'm a big social media user, so I'm going to throw out ways to find me on social media quite a bit today. Interesting things about what's happening in Europe is they are face-to-face what they are now seeing an uprising of radical Islam. We see plenty of it here as well. Arizona, we just had the first conviction of someone that was connected to ISIS, if you remember the connection between Arizona and Texas, where in Texas they were having that contest for a Muhammad um, painting or, or likeness of Muhammad And it was largely criticized because it was inflammatory and it was inciting violence. And it's only inciting violence if people think it's violent. And and what was fascinating, I know I'm going off in a different direction for a moment, but bear with me. The art exhibits that are offensive to many people, not just Christians. We could make it very easy because I'm a Christian to say you can say whatever you want about a Christian. But if you say something about a Muslim, it's in poor taste and it's it's anything. It really is just about anything. There are so many examples of what they call controversial art exhibits, and when those are seen as controversial and cause and cause outrage in society, they use the reasoning, well, that's what it's supposed to do. That's what art does. Um, and I, I, I'm going to use some language or some terms that are um, maybe abrasive. I don't want to I don't want to offend anyone, but I'm just telling you, I'm using titles of art exhibits. And for anybody that works at the Blaze Radio, I'm not going to say anything that doesn't get you guys pulled off the air or anything, so don't worry about that. But um, there was an art exhibit years ago, um, and I, it was it was had some money from the National Endowment for the Arts, so it was a federally funded or partially federally funded program. And it's one of the most uh, stark examples of what we're talking about, so I'll continue to use the analogy and the example but there was an art exhibit in which they took a crucifix, which you know is a ver- is the 
It is the religious symbol of Catholicism. The difference between a cross and a crucifix is a crucifix still has the crucified Christ on it. But a crucifix, and I believe it was a rosary, was put into a jar of urine, and it was called art. And the piece of art was called Piss Christ. That's what it was called. And needless to say, there were many in the Catholic community across the country that were outraged because it was an affront to their faith. And the and this was federally funded. The United States government funded part of this art project. And it was art, and it was meant to um, conjure up feelings and be controversial, and that's exactly what art is supposed to do. And these are the things that are important to protect them. And the First Amendment protects these rights especially because the First Amendment's not there to protect the everyday speech between people. After all, it's there to protect the controversial speech. The burning of the U.S. flag, again, protected speech. I think it's an abominable thing to do, but I defend people's rights to burn it because it's a First Amendment protected right. I think it's a horrible thing to do. I don't think you should do it, but I don't think you should be arrested for it either. But if all of that holds true, if all of that is true, if that piece of art should be allowed, now people shouldn't go to it, you don't have to go to it, you have a right to be offended by all of that, but you don't have a right to stop it. As a matter of fact, you're closed-minded if you do. Then the same holds true when someone holds a Muhammad drawing contest in Texas. The same thing holds true. And someone should be yelling to the Islamists, the ones that would get violent because of it, that they're wrong. And no one did. You know who they blame for being wrong? The people that did the art contest. Now, personally, I wouldn't have done it and I wouldn't have attended it either. If it was here in my town, I wouldn't have gone. Not my thing. I have no reason to poke anybody with a stick. But that doesn't mean that the same rules don't apply to those people that did with the art exhibit years ago. There were two men from Glendale, Arizona, which is is another major city just to the west of Phoenix. And there's a mosque there. And two men from the Glendale Mosque made their way to Texas with rifles. And uh, they made the mistake of forgetting they were going to Texas with rifles because they didn't even make it to the steps of the exhibit before they were gunned down. Well, that trial of, of, of another person involved in that case ended with convictions on all counts for terrorism here. Islamic fundamentalist terrorism. So when uh, French President Francois Hollande um, comments this week, he said, we are also making sure that between Europe and the United States, there can be a very high level of coordination. But we're also well aware that the roots of terrorism, Islamist terrorism, is in Syria and in Iraq. We therefore have to act both in Syria and in Iraq. And this is what we're doing within the framework of the coalition. He said this following a meeting at the summit between his office and the president. And he used the phrase Islamist terrorism. Somehow that didn't make it out in the video. The White House said it was a technical glitch. It's amazing that the technical difficulty, we had technical difficulties here today for about 30 minutes of this show. Amazing that the only technical glitch in that video release was the technical glitch that excluded Islamist terrorism. Our allies, our closest friends, the ones that truly built the coalition and stood side by side with us in the face of what happened after 9-11. Whether you agree with Iraq or you don't, they went with us. The French, the Germans, the British, 
all across Europe stood side by side with America when it was time to do something after 9-11. And we won't even call it Islamic terrorism. The White House won't say it. The State Department won't say it. No one will say it in in the administration. And our allies are being blown to bits in their cities. It seems to me to be a little bit hypocritical of us 